Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 277th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Coming, coming to you from our homes as, as technically as usual, but, you know, uh, we're finishing up like week five, week six of, of uh, working from home. Mm-hmm. Busy, maybe busier than than ever, I think. At least the amount of hours that I'm able to put in for work right now are, are way more than in the past. I feel yeah. like you, you're, you're experiencing something similar. Definitely. Yeah. It's... Like, uh... Oh man, I mean, just from the the base, it's like the the days are, are blended so together yes. at this point. I can't like the weeks are flying by. First of all, yeah, and then yeah, the days just blend. It's weird. I um I don't normally because you know me I, I the the three days a week that I'm working in the office I I I get there the same time every day you know the train drops me off at the same time and when I leave the office, I'm always leaving it like just a touch after five to catch my train to get me back home. By the time I get home, it's, about, it's almost two hours after I work, after I walked out the door at work. So it's been so long since I left work. There's very little chance that I'm actually going to turn on my computer and do something like at that point, it's like, all right, well, I got about three to four hours before I need to be in bed so that I can get up and do the same thing the next day. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm working from home, I f- well, first of all, I feel like I have a lot of deadlines that are maybe not necessarily because of the work from home orders, but just coincidentally, I have a lot of deadlines that are just kind of around or maybe one major deadline that's that is uh, coming up. And it's there's a there, there's been a lot of like hiccups and road bumps along the way. Like this week, I didn't stop work once at five o'clock oh no friday friday i did and i wasn't really prepared to stop work at five it's just because i agreed to stop work at five with uh with lena so yeah it's been um interesting to be working basically the same way that i was working when i was in grad school just like grinding it out grinding it out Mm -hmm. in order in order to make sure that i hit this deadline it's like some days i'm working to like midnight you know 11 10 11 o'clock at night so it's a bit um not foreign because i used to do it in grad school but yeah foreign for this job it's been it's been nine months since i've done something like this so it's um, uh it's really been like a crazy reset of like people's like rituals and tendencies and and behavior paths for sure like i don't even know what i'm going to do and what it's going to be like and how exhausted i'm going to be going like into the office like engaging with people again like on a normal basis and then they come home you know yeah yeah um I don't know. so real quick yeah um i heard that you got a uh stimulus yeah yeah so it, it came um it actually came on the 15th and i didn't realize it because when it, it was based off of our 2018 filings because we submitted our 2019 ones pretty i don't know uh i don't remember what the date was but it was it was like early-ish april so they used our 2018 filings which means we didn't get credit for gordon although they they will be crediting your 2020 taxes with any children that you've had between 2018 and 2019 so Mm -hmm. we will see that credit 
but the um, I didn't realize that we got our return or the the stimulus because our return arrived the same day that they claimed our stimulus arrived, and the uh, the bank account that we used for our 2018 return was different than our 2019 return and where I was expecting the money to be. Mm-hmm. So when I checked my another bank account, that's when I saw the money from the IRS, and I was like, "Oh, there it is." So Lane and I decided to um, to use that check to, you know, just like just use the check for like personal desires and just like not extravagant purchases, but stuff that we didn't necessarily need, but um, we're kind of contemplating or kind of thinking about. I, I know that I actually mentioned this on the podcast like a week or two ago. I said I wasn't going to buy a phone. I ended up buying. A, I bought the uh, Galaxy Note 10 Plus. So, wow. um, so yeah, How, so, so, so tell me the specs of that, uh, that phone. Oh gosh. Let me, let me uh, let me GSM arena this thing. <laughs> Galaxy note 10 plus. So I do know it's a, it's a, uh, Snapdragon 855, which is one of the, it's like the last, it's last year's top of the line Snapdragon processor, which is the processor most uh flagship phones would use so like the galaxy s10 the there was a an, an, a snapdragon 855 plus which i don't really know like in terms of specs in terms of comparison or speed or whatever um how much better the the 855 plus was compared to the 855 i do uh-huh. know like the one plus 7t did have that did have that um processor I thought about getting the OnePlus 17. I decided the, the main reason why I got the Samsung phone or a Samsung phone in general was because I have the Galaxy Buds Plus, um, their, their wireless earphones. And there is a specific codec that Samsung designed and developed that would only function with the Galaxy Buds and Samsung phones. And basically what it does is it would, it would um, adjust on the fly I guess the it would it would assess interference on specific like Bluetooth uh, networks or signals um, uh, frequencies, and if there's a lot of traffic, it will adjust on the fly to go to less crowded um, frequencies in order to prevent your audio from skipping. And skipping has been something that I've been f- really frustrated with with these earbuds, uh, with these earphones over the last I don't know how many months since I bought them now. I was really su- surprised by it, and I thought at least it was a problem with my cell phone, but I came to realize that it was a problem with just being in crowded areas at certain times when using these these, um, these headphones. Now, I do think there was certainly a degree of, of problem maybe with my phone, because when I would do something like go for a run and keep my phone in my pocket and be running around my neighborhood, it would be skipping a lot if I would put it in my hand. Uh. I feel like there is something about like the way my hand, I'm holding the phone that's interfering with the signal. So I don't know for sure if this new phone is going to solve that problem. But what I do know is that in terms of interference and say like walking around in a city where there's lots of Wi-Fi and Bluetooth signals going around, this is supposed to be able to adjust on the fly and 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 um and kind of auto correct itself to a signal to a frequency that's not super crowded and therefore like skipping like it when it, it would skip it was like it was like listening to an old walkman like i do you, you yeah. used to have an old walkman right i used oh, to listen yeah. i used to listen to walkmans all the time on the bus ever since i was in like third or fourth grade let's say fourth grade third grade i was walking to school so when i was in fourth grade and when you're on the bus if you like move your cd player around or you the bus hits like a really big bump your cd player would skip the music would cut out for just a minute and then it would like pick back up and continue 
that's what listening to these these uh, these Bluetooth headphones is like. But the audio like doesn't stop. I think when the the old Walkmans would skip, it would like come back to where it was. I'll be listening to a podcast, like say riding my bike, right, and like it'll skip. You'll you'll miss a word, like a, a syllable or two of a word that somebody says. And at times, like it, I, I don't know what somebody said. I'll have to rewind because I have to figure out what they said. So I'm hoping that that solves that problem. I did see that some people were saying the OnePlus 5, my current phone, mm-hmm. did have some type of Bluetooth problem. And I think that problem extended through like OnePlus 6 and OnePlus 6T. So the um, the uh, the Galaxy Note 10 Plus is certainly one of their more expensive phones. It's It came out about, what, I think it came out in August. So it's... Uh, how many months? How many months ago was that? Seven months old. I think so. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not terribly old. The uh, the Note tens, the Note the Note phones in general are pretty stacked in terms of features. The one feature that it doesn't have is a ninety hertz screen. But uh, and like, so tell so, me why that's so important. Yeah, so I I watch a lot of like tech videos, like uh like uh MKBHD, Marquez Brownlee, um, uh, Mister Mobile, mm-hmm. Linus Tech Tips. A lot of these guys do cell phone reviews and stuff. And you know about like computer monitors, right? Most computer monitors are 60 hertz. But a lot of gaming monitors, people will talk about high refresh monitors and there'll be like 144 hertz. It's kind of the gold standard that a lot of people like to have for gaming because it makes the game super fluid. And you can, you because of the 144 hertz, you're actually getting, like it's not faster. It's not like you're getting information faster than other people. However, mm-hmm. your screen will be able to, display certain thing, bits of information to you quicker than you'll actually than your your opponent would see it on a 60 hertz monitor because um uh, maybe i should describe what the hertz is exactly so it's basically the refresh rate of the monitor so a mm-hmm. 60 hertz monitor you'll get 60 frames every every second a 144 mm-hmm. hertz monitor you'll get 144 frames each second so you're yeah. getting over double double the um the images because you know a frame the the way the monitor works is basically a a series of stills 60 frames per second or 144 frames per second which makes that video quality what makes you see that visual movement and so basically having a higher refresh rate makes things a lot smoother so the reason why a 90 hertz screen on the cell phone would be desirable is it just makes the animations a lot more fluid so i've never used or seen a 90 hertz phone and so what these guys say is that once you use a 90 hertz phone, it's very difficult to go back to using a 60 hertz phone because you're just so used to that buttery smoothness of the animations. Things as simple as scrolling, um, you know, swiping, swiping through pages of your app menus or scrolling through your Twitter feed. It just looks a lot better on a 90 hertz screen. And so these YouTubers for the last year, have been complaining or not complaining, but saying how that 90 Hertz phones or even 120 Hertz phones is like the thing that they're looking forward to the most. It's it's like the best, um, it's like the best innovation in recent years with cell phones. Cell phones these days, are, they don't really, there's not many new features these days, right? You get mm-hmm. like, you know, we feel, I feel like you lose features with headphone jacks disappearing. Oh, don't remind um, me. <laughs> That's the other thing too. This phone doesn't have a headphone jack. I I was for the longest time would say that I'm never getting a phone that doesn't have a headphone I jack. I said the same and thing. Here I am. Um, yeah. And the, and you know why? Because I have these head because I have these earphones and they have a really good battery. They last on a single charge. I think like twelve hours. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. the case itself can charge it up to another 12 hours. The Galaxy phone also has reverse charging. So if my if my earbuds died and my case died, I could actually charge the case <laughs> with my cell phone. Amazing. Yeah. So um so yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the long and short of it. It's I my phone's about two and a half years old. There have been a little bit of hiccups that I've been having with it lately that I feel like they're not like and I, I know I mentioned this before didn't completely break the experience of the phone. And if I needed to stick with it for another, how many months I was down to do it. But, um, Lane and I talked about it. We decided, you know what? Um, actually she was kind of like encouraging me that we should just use the money to, um, like on ourselves. And so that's what I decided to do. Decided to do. We're going to use most of our tax return to just like pay an additional amount to our car that we, that we bought the, yep. the, the SUV just to, paid off a little sooner than whatever the term is yeah and then the rest of it i think we might put towards like a future vacation whenever we're able to feel comfortable like whenever these travel restrictions lift but also whenever we feel comfortable traveling again you want to go to hawaii we were just there last year Wait, what, what are the prices of, what, what, 288 how? from philly no way yeah when? let me send it to you right now i'm looking at i just got an email wow from uh, scott from scott yeah it's on uh hawaiian airlines Okay. Uh, a checked bag costs thirty dollars each way. No we problem. think this deal will last less than twenty four hours. Uh, f- to Honolulu, Kauai, Kona, and Maui, two eighty eight round trip from Philly. Let me send this to you. Wow. I don't know if you're willing to to potentially book it and it not be either honored or get canceled later. Yeah. So Lena was looking at flights earlier today, this morning. When I came downstairs. She was looking at flights. She's trying to hide it. Uh, oh, that's why. Because there's an email from Scott from yesterday to St. Thomas. It yep, was a two, $200 round trip between August yep. and March. So she was looking at those flights. She looks at all these emails. I never look at Scott's emails, which is hilarious. Well, I, I always try to decide if uh, if it's worth it or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's no reason. There, to me, I feel like there's no reason to not. Like, if you can, if, I mean, I'm going to have the time off from work. So if, if I can book the vacation, I'm going to book the vacation. Worst case scenario, the trip gets canceled and I get my money back. Or we just have to push out um, to a future date, which wouldn't yep. be that big of a deal. Yep. So, yeah, I, I feel like we probably should book some stuff at these at these prices. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, we're still not booking anything because there's just no reason to book anything quite yet. Yeah. Uh, and trying to like I remember how uh, stressful it was when Tokyo got canceled to like be on the oh, phone gosh. with everything yeah uh, so I'm not trying to relive that quite yet but I mean it's a heck of a deal to go to Hawaii from where we are uh, for, for, for that little bit so maybe yeah. you guys should do it I don't know yeah, maybe. I mean, you also wouldn't need to put that much money into the the fund. Yeah, if exactly. The prices are that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you might just not be. You might not be able to sit next to each other on the plane, though. Mm. Yeah, well, because yeah. I think the word is that they're going to tr- take out the middle seat on every on every plane. Oh, really? Or not take it out, but I think the idea yeah, is yeah, like, like leave it empty or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I can sit uh, an extra seat away from, like, I mean, that was our normal strategy on the plane. What you, what you and I did for Brazil book the end seats oh, dude. and then see what oh, happens yeah. and if people if people show up in the middle be like yeah you know what i'm gonna sit here you know go ahead and take the end i'm doing exactly. you a favor after all and uh it so works it works time? really well 
just about every time. With the flights with Gordon, I did not. Um, right. You want to sit next to my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember why. I had a reason for why I didn't do it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't you remember. You don't trust strangers to sit next to your baby. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it work, It works really well sometimes, man. Awesome. I like it. Awesome. Yeah, it was a good call on your part. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? What else do I want to talk to you about? Um, I've been watching uh, Billions. Oh, uh, yeah, you have uh, been. Nonstop. Really? How far are you? Uh, so season five comes out next week. Next Sunday, I believe. And there are 12 episodes a season. Okay. Uh, four seasons out, so that's 48 episodes, right? Yeah. Uh, I am currently on, let's see, season three, episode three. Wow. And that is so one week's then, right? yeah. That's that's one week's worth of work. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've uh, there's something about the world that I just love being in the backstabbing, the high finance, like basically like it feels very New York. Yeah. And <laughs> and I love it. I, so I just love it so much. I've never seen that show before. I think you would. I think you and Lena could really really like it. We do have access to Showtime, so yeah, I might have to check it out at some point. We we started watching the Green Book last night, Lena and her mom, what with oh. with Lena and her mom, and they I got watched that. <laughs> Did not so, like it. You didn't like it, so Lena Lena's mom started falling asleep during the movie, and Lena was watching it, but she got really tired, so we we cut it off like thirty minutes before the end of the movie, maybe maybe a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. I, again, how like, that movie feel... won Best Picture is beyond <laughs> me. So. That, yeah, that's the funny thing. I, I thought I was talking to them about it, and I was like, I think I get nominated for Best Picture. And then I started looking it up, and I was like, oh, it won. Yeah. I remember the controversy with it. Oh, yeah. And, and I remember there was a lot of backlash about it. Like, you know, it's campaign. People were saying, oh, it, 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 it's actually not as great of a movie as people initially said it was. And I thought that that contributed to it not winning, but it turned out it still won despite all of that. Yeah. Uh, so I saw that movie. Uh what are, the, what are the other movies that I've seen recently? I think I, oh, I also saw The Upside, that Kevin that Hart, Brian Cranston movie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we saw that in theaters with Movie Pass. I think yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it was uh, fine. I'm glad I didn't pay money for that. I'll say that much, dude. That's how I felt about a lot of Movie Pass movies. Yeah, there were some Movie Pass movies that was great, but some Movie yeah. Pass movies, I'm like, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, which makes you extra uh, happy that you had something like Movie Pass. I'll tell you what, the one movie that I was really upset that I saw, despite having used Movie Pass on it, was Den of Thieves. Did not like that movie. I know you listened to the rewatchables of it. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I've told you about this movie before. I told you that I told you about it like, I don't know, a hundred episodes ago when I yeah. saw when we saw it. Neither of us were happy with the decision to see it. Um like Yeah, but the movies. Ringer, it's one of their favorite movies. Dude, it's it's yeah, it's hilarious. It's so funny how like I think it's Sean Fennessy. I think it's one of his favorite movies. And yeah. he, he's like a guy who he knows movies. He, he's, he's a movie man. Yeah. So the fact that he likes it is so funny to me. And I think he put Bill Simmons on the movie. Then Chris Ryan as well. They, yeah. they did, they did the rewatchables episode on it. Too funny. Sitting there I, watching it. Could it. Be, they, it could be a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm willing to watch, if I'm willing to watch it again, but I think it was on Showtime. I think that's the way they were watching it that time. Really? You think it's still on Showtime? I'm looking at it right Let's now. Let's find out. 
because Google Play actually tells you what, where movies are available really? to watch. Yeah, it's really convenient. So if you're uh, ever th- if I'm ever thinking of renting or, or buying a movie on Google, uh, anywhere, nope, it's not I'll, there anymore. Okay, so yeah, Den of Thieves, according to Google Play, not available anywhere, but it's three. It's available to rent for three dollars. Huh? Yeah. Have you did you ever see that movie Hustlers with Jennifer uh, Lopez and? Uh... No, I did not. Okay. We were just talking about it yesterday. I was thinking about renting it yesterday. Ended up watching the Green Book instead. Mm. Have you? No. Is um, that on Showtime? Because uh, if, it, if it is, I potentially would have wasted some money if I didn't do a proper check for it. Let's uh, see. No, it is on... It is on Showtime. Yeah. Really? It's on show, it's, yeah, it's on Showtime, according to Google, at least. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was, I've was. i got like, all these tabs open. Anytime. I'm trying yeah. to figure out, like, I thought it was on HBO. Yeah, that would have been a waste of money. I probably would have seen it. I think I probably would have seen it. <laughs> Um, yeah, what I've been watching lately is, shoot, what haven't been watching? I saw, I, I started Molly's Game, I'm maybe like 20 minutes into it, you know That's me a with, good movie. with movies. Um, yeah, I didn't, I don't think I realized that Aaron Sorkin, it's an yeah. Aaron Sorkin movie. Yeah, you can tell I by the pacing of yeah, the exactly. conversation. So I saw it at the beginning and I was like, oh man, like, this is a movie where I'm gonna have to like rewind or pay super close attention to. Yeah. Even if you have captions on, you're gonna have to rewind it because it's too quick. You can't get distracted because you're going to miss a paragraph of, of conversation. You guys should also watch the movie Long Shot, uh, the Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron uh, oh, yeah. romantic comedy. That's on HBO. I haven't seen it, but I did see that it was on there. Um, I probably should have thought about watching that yesterday. We we watched um, Seven Days of Hell. It's the um, the mockumentary with uh, uh, Adam, Adam, is it Adam Sandberg. I feel like Adam's not the right. Adam Sandberg, right? It's Adam. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. I don't know why that didn't sound right. I was like, yeah, a- Andy Sandberg. That's why. Oh, by, Andy. Yeah, Andy. Um, and uh, Kit Harrington, John Snow, where they're it's 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 a mockumentary where they're kind of they they were inspired by the uh, the Mahout Isner uh, Wimbledon match that went on for how many oh, hours? Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit. Hours. Yeah. So this is. This is a match that goes on for seven days, and uh, it's a bit, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit out there. It's, um, I thought it was a, f- I thought it was like a proper movie, but it, it's, it's like a fifty-minute um, thing, and it's on, it's on HBO. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but we, st- I, uh, well, oh, I've been, wa- I watched the um, Michael Jordan documentary, or at least the first two yes. parts of it. How has Did that you- been? It's good. Um, there's a lot more to come. Like I, I'm not really sure what I'm expecting or what I was expecting of it. It was a bit. I don't want. I don't know if it was slow, but apparently these first two episodes were a, a significant amount of setup, and the next uh, eight episodes is really going to dive deep into things. I've heard that it doesn't portray Michael Jordan in the best of light. So they've uh, like the reason this is coming out so late because this this is this is footage that was filmed between the 1997 and 1998 nba or during the 1997 1998 nba season and one of the uh there are a few rules with the production company or the filming company that that filmed it it was that the the chicago bulls michael jordan phil jackson everybody involved had to had to give the okay for them to release the footage and they did not get an okay so they just they, they couldn't do anything with the footage so it's been sitting in in the vault more or less for the last uh, thirteen years, and 
Bill Simmons, I was just listening to a podcast with him and uh, Ryan. Um, the hell's the last name? Ryan. Rosillo. Ah. Um, they were doing a podcast and they're talking about it. And and Bill, because he was he was one of the creators of Thirty for Thirty, he was involved in a lot of sports documentaries with ESPN when he was working there. And he was telling uh, Rosillo that he saw the two hour cut of that of the documentary when he was at ESPN, and he loved it. But yeah, he was like getting getting the rights to do this is gonna is not possible. He was saying how this was still in the age or like the era before documentaries were like, you know, money makers. So the idea of spending like 10, 20 million dollars on a documentary was unheard of and nobody was going to do it. But since you have things like Making a Murderer and Tiger King and all these other documentaries that make a killing on Netflix, it was a lot more um, fathomable, fathomable to pay 10, 20, 30 million dollars to uh, get new footage, do the interviews Oh. And, and pay the people involved for the rights. So that's basically what happened. ESPN and Netflix. I didn't. Re- I was surprised by the Netflix. You haven't seen the first. You haven't seen anything yet, right? No, I'm trying to make my way through. Uh, billions. Two billions first. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I mean, there's no rush considering the. So it's ten episodes, but it's going to be released over the course of five weeks. They're doing two episodes or two hours worth of content each week, and so. Um, we're another four weeks away from the fa- from the finales, but uh, yeah, they they uh, ESPN and Netflix developed a partnership, and ESPN has the distribution rights for the U.S. and maybe a couple of other places, a couple other countries, and Netflix has the distribution rights most everywhere else in the world. Ah, I see. So they split the production cost. I don't know, fifty fifty, whatever the whatever the deal was. They were able to get interviews with. Uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Bill Clinton was in it, and <laughs> like episode two. Um, so they, you know, they got they got just about everybody, and so far it's been it's been good. It's it it feels like we're getting the full story of everything. And Bill Simmons says like you guys think like, you know, he's like you you feel like you got a lot in the first ep- first couple of episodes. He's like it really like he's like the first two episodes are basically just set up, yeah, and it really it really takes off from here. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what happens. Uh, I, I I wonder what the what the numbers look like. I didn't I didn't look them up before this episode before we started recording, but because people are so starved for sports, I feel like that has to be doing ex- like even better than than it would have done had it been released. Yeah, um, oh, for you know, sure. outside of the climate of coronavirus, it was supposed oh. to come out this summer. Yeah. They accelerated it up to to April because ain't nobody got anything to watch at least sports exactly. wise. Exactly. So. If there, if it didn't, there'd be it'd be competing with everything. It'd be competing with live sports. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even then, what summer was supposed to come out probably after the NBA season ended. It was going to be yeah. If it was going to come out between the NBA season and the NFL season, so right. it was but only going to be competing on. with baseball. Golf is on. Sport, yeah, ba- uh, I mean, yeah. Baseball. Baseball, golf, golf tennis, tennis. Yeah, racing. The, like, there's still yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're right. There's yeah. stuff. There's definitely stuff. Exactly. But it's outside of the minds, like the big four sports leagues in the u.s at least sure so um yeah yeah definitely interesting so far and it's i think the really cool thing about it is you know we i i grew up like we i was born and watching sports like i remember seeing michael jordan playing on tv as a kid but like you know i i wasn't aware of what was really happening you know 
Like, I didn't understand the game of basketball other than, you know, shooting that basket and defend that other basket. That was about, the, that was about like, the, that was the extent of it. When he was in the 1998 season, I was turning 10 that year, so I was still nine years old. I may have seen the finals, uh, or at least a game or two here and there, but, like, that's about it. So, for years, though, we've been hearing about, like, the, the greatness of Michael Jordan, how good he really was. People talk about the comparison between LeBron, uh, LeBron James and Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, like who's the best ever and being part like that, the, I will all, I'll classify myself as that younger generation who never really saw Michael Jordan play and has only seen LeBron James and Kobe Bryant play. It is easy for like someone from my generation to say, Oh yeah, I would give the nod to LeBron for reason X, Y, Z, but we didn't really see Michael Jordan play. We didn't really like hear the the praise that he got from his peers and just see how much better he was than everybody else who was out there. And so this is going to give us a bit of it, give me a bit of insight into it all. Um, they in the in the second episode, you'll see his uh, what was it like 1988 season. <laughs> so like before I was even born and it may have even been before that. It's it probably like 80, 85 season. And it was uh, the year that it, it's like one of the ba- the greatest basketball teams ever, the uh, the Boston Celtics. I think it was the 86 season. And they played the Celtics in the first round. Michael Jordan basically willed that team to an eighth seed. They were 30 and 52. And the Bulls didn't want them to win that season. They wanted to lose. They, didn't necess- they weren't necessarily intentionally taking- tanking, I guess. But the manage, management was not trying to win. And Michael Jordan was like, yo, we're going to win no matter what. They make it to the playoffs, and their reward is to play the n- number one seed Boston Celtics team. They were like 65 and, and 17 or whatever they were. <laughs> and so they go, and they, they lose to the Celtics, I think, just straight games. Like I guess it was three games or, or uh, best of best of uh, five series back then. Mm-hmm. But in the first game, Michael Jordan scores 49 points. And then the next game, he scores like 60-some, like 63 points, maybe more, in uh, the second game, which I think went to like, I think, single or double overtime, which they also lost. But they talk about that game, and, and, and like there were five all-star, there were five, not all-stars, five Hall of Famers on that Celtics team. And all of them were just like he, even Magic Johnson, like Michael Jordan is just above and beyond the most talented player in the NBA, like by far. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. I mean, I know that you get that type of praise for players like LeBron James these days, but um, I'm not sure if you would, if like how many people were saying that, like was Kobe Bryant saying that about LeBron James when LeBron entered the league? I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good watch so far. Definitely looking forward to more of it. Well, wish, wish it was uncentered though. That's the only thing. Is it not? It's not uncensored. They just beep it out. They bleep it out. I think ESPN would typically not even air the curse words. So I thought you e- the ESPN stream it. version has a censored and uncensored version. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, why am I watching on YouTube TV? I got to go to ESPN.com. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to rewatch episodes one. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you might need to. The whole <laughs> point like... is because they said that they, they made the conscious decision mm-hmm. to uh, – to air the uncensored version because of like, it just adds so much color to everything. 
Oh, yeah, I see it here. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. Oh, I guess we got to go. Know. Yeah. All right. I guess you got some work to do tonight. <laughs> Either one, last answer or some war zone, you know, one or the other. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Well, Brazil. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe. See you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.